Welcome back. This is your final recording for week one, Challenging Beliefs. And we are taking a brief look at some of the beliefs around emotions and feelings that might hold us back from being able to actually look at our emotions and process them effectively. So for many of us, we grow up in households where we don't really learn how to feel or how to express our emotions. And sometimes we've been met with a really negative response when we have tried to express how we're feeling. So we grow up with certain beliefs about emotions and feelings that then stop us from allowing ourselves to feel them and express them. So some examples of beliefs that we might hold are emotions are not safe to express. So again, this is something that might not be conscious and you might have to really think about this, think about some of your experiences in childhood to determine if you hold some of these beliefs. Another belief is I'm not allowed to show my emotions. I'll get in trouble. Um, someone will get angry with me. Another one is showing emotions is weakness. This is a big one. If we show that we're vulnerable, if we show that we're struggling, it means we're weak. Showing emotions means I cannot cope on my own. I need to be perfect. I need to appear well put together and I need to be in control. And this is often a belief that we hold that if we just appear okay on the outside, we'll be okay. And this is often learned in households where there might be quite a lot of chaos or things feel quite overwhelming. And so as little kids, we can learn that if we just keep ourselves together, we don't cause any trouble, everything will be okay. Now what happens is we learn that we can't really express our emotions and then at the same time, when we do express some kind of emotion, it is met with food. So this is really, really interesting. So we learn we shouldn't be feeling. And when we do feel, there is an association with food. So an example of this is going to the doctor. Maybe you're going for an injection or you've hurt yourself. And the doctor will say, oh, well done. You're so brave. Here's a lollipop. So the, it gets reinforced that when I'm brave, when I don't cry, when I don't show my emotions, I get food. Another one is rewards for doing well or being a good girl or boy. This is so common. Um, it might be even something that your parents say, when you do this, when you do well at school, we're going to take you to get ice cream. So we learn that we get rewarded with food. Another example is when we hurt ourselves or we feel sad or we feel upset we are often comforted using food or we're taken to go get ice cream. Again, the message is don't express what you're feeling, rather just eat this, feel better, stop crying. And finally, we're even punished using food. So when we're told we've been bad or we've been naughty, we can get food taken away from us as a punishment. So you can see here that we learn with emotion comes food. And so as adults, we do exactly the same thing, whether it's around pain, reward, or punishment. So we learn it's not safe to feel. And through all of this, we learn that food is the thing that will make us feel better. And so it's no wonder whenever we feel anything, we're headed towards the fridge to find comfort um, from the fridge. So all of our emotions are connected with eating. And this is what we've taken from childhood and we take into adulthood as well. So part of this course is going to be learning to feel. 
and this can feel uncomfortable and it can feel difficult but we all have emotions it's just about learning how to access them and having emotions is part of being human as well so it's incredibly important that we take the step so the first thing we need to do is acknowledge our emotions this is what we will be practicing this week and this can sometimes be a conscious decision we need to make in allowing them so we actually have to give ourselves a chance to feel them the second thing we need to do is practice being with them you've probably heard the expression sitting with emotions we don't have to do this for long but we just let ourselves feel something just for a little bit so we can get used to it and we can tolerate it and then the third thing we're going to do is bring in techniques to process them so this is going to happen a bit later on in the course but there are actual things we can do to allow ourselves to process our emotions in a really healthy way so that they don't get stuck so this is what we're going to start off with this week in your home practice so this is called the whole chart and it's really simple and really effective i suggest that you print this and you stick it up somewhere where you are a lot maybe in the kitchen maybe in your bedroom and all it is is a reminder to stop and think about what you might be feeling and so the halt gives you some suggestions about some basic emotional states. So, am I hungry? Am I angry? To ask yourself this. Am I angry? Am I anxious? Avoiding something? Am I lonely or am I bored? Or am I tired, tense or needing a treat? So, am I needing some kind of validation? Am I needing some kind of comfort? So, the idea with this, this week, is you are going to use your halt before you eat at least once a day and think about what it is that you're actually feeling in that moment so we can start to understand what's going on for us especially when we are about to eat and this is the second part to it again you can print this out and stick it somewhere is we want to get more familiar with describing our emotions and labeling them because it can be very frustrating when we don't know how to express them so this emotions wheel can be really helpful with doing that and actually defining our emotions more specifically. We often use I'm okay or I'm good and I want people to start using different language. So this is going to be your home practice for the week is a 30 second check-in before eating and seeing if you can identify an emotion and writing it down and you can bring this to the group calls and we can discuss it further. Just a little tip on doing a check-in. You can do this anywhere, people can be around, but it can be helpful to just have a moment on your own, to close your eyes if you're comfortable. And what I do is I put a hand on my chest just to kind of center myself. Some people put a hand on their stomach and just allow yourself to breathe and see if you can identify what you're feeling in that moment. So I hope that you can use these tools and we will discuss this further in the group call. I will see you there.